welcome to Her Journey Podcast, where we talk with incredible, talented, and powerful women about their experiences. My name is Aline, and I'm your host, and today I am joined with Fabiana, who runs her own podcast, Mind Uncovered, and is an avid volunteer all the way from Peru. All right, um, well, let's start by having you give a brief introduction about who you are and what you do. Sure. Uh, so hi, everyone. My name is Fabiana. I'm 16 years old. And as Aline said, I'm from Peru. I'm currently in my senior year in high school, so I'm graduating soon. And it's quite scary, um, but it's also exciting. As she said, I run my own podcast called Mind Cover. It's been quite a journey. I'm really proud of what I've achieved so far. And I just really hope to keep doing the things I love. Amazing. Yeah. So I know you are involved in a lot of different things, um, and so I would love to hear about what you're specifically involved in and why exactly you've chosen to be involved in these things specifically. Yeah, sure. So I think that my whole journey with initiatives and organizations started back uh, in 2020, and it was basically because of lockdown. I found this amazing organization, what movement called Log Off, and they aim to basically spread dialogue about social media. So I joined, and now I'm the director of a female initiative, and we kind of like encourage females to use. Um, social media in a healthy way and I think that it's just something I really like doing. Then I'm also involved with um, Gen Z education as an occasional writer for the blog so I usually write about science, about just my opinion and different things and then I'm also involved um, well with my podcast of course and I created an initiative based on it <clears throat> so that's kind of like the biggest thing I'm involved in right now. Then I also debate. I love debating. Um, I do MUN and I also have debated for like two years in um, this German debate competition called Jugendamatiert. And I want to see it actually. So <clears throat> it's it's actually something very, I don't know, it's, it's very fulfilling. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it sounds like you're involved in a lot. And, uh, you know, I think that it's amazing that you're doing all this amazing work that's related to really all these great movements and causes. And I know that the podcast specifically is a big part of, you know, all the work that you do related to these causes. So I'd love to know what exactly you usually cover normally during your podcast recordings. Yeah, so um, I basically created the Mind Covered podcast because I wanted to have this sort of space where we could just learn a bit more about the minds and the brains and mental health. So basically explore how daily life situations impact the mind, the brain, mental health. And also I can just choose any topics, so for example, music and see the relation between music and the brain and how it impacts it. So I really like um, talking about those sort of things as well as discussing different career paths or majors that have to do with the topics I discuss. Right, yeah. And I actually find it really interesting that you chose to use a podcast to kind of express these topics and share about them. So I'd love to know why specifically you chose the podcast as opposed to, you know, a blog or some kind of other platform. Like, what do you think you find so unique about using a podcast as your means of expression? Yeah, so I think the main reason was because I love talking. I'm a very talkative person. And I think that, you know, the voice is such 
an amazing power. I mean, you can just do anything with it. You know, you can spread your message and spread your passion. And I think that that's also something that I wanted to do. I also think that podcasts have grown with the years, and I think that people are listening to them more right now and you know, like comparing it to I don't know five years ago. So writing a blog was also one of my options, and I love writing, but I think that I love talking a bit more. And I don't know, I just really like giving my opinion and um, just letting people know that they're not alone by actually telling them my story throughout my voice is something that I really enjoy. Yeah, absolutely. That's amazing. And I think as a high school student, everyone goes through certain struggles and everyone, you know, comes into contact with those topics you normally cover with your podcast, especially, you know, mental health struggles or, um, you know, other types of problems that people are maybe too embarrassed to speak up about or too afraid to bring up. And that can, you know, lead to a lot of certain social expectations or problems in society. And obviously a lot of pressure into people's lives, especially youth. So do you personally have any experience with any of those types of topics that you cover within your podcast? Yeah, um, so I think that these societal expectations have to do mostly with my academic future and then also the beauty standards and beauty stereotypes. I think that those two are probably the ones that have affected me the most throughout the years. And those are things that I really want to cover in my podcast. I quite covered the first one, for example, when I talked about stress, you know, and the reason why I was so stressed the whole time. I think that I really leave on to stress and I want to change that because you know like a good amount of stress is actually having little stress so that you can feel motivated to do things but once you feel really really stressed and that's really damaging um, for your body and mind so I think that there are a lot of things that society expects you to do as a teenager as a young adult and sometimes we really feel like we need to do it that we need to fulfill societal expectations that we are going to belong to the group so for example I think there are a lot of teenagers that may not want to go to college but you know the societal expectation is that teenagers once they graduate are supposed to go to college so they really feel this pressure to um make everyone feel proud and just not be a disappointment so they end up going to college even though they don't want that so now my case that i actually want to go to college but i definitely feel this pressure coming from my parents and from my friends and from people i've known because i want to go to study abroad and that's something hard as an international student so like i just really feel that i want to make them proud right but that also adds a lot of pressure to me because I'm like, what if I don't get in? Then what are people going to say about me? So I think it's also a lot to do with the fact that people are always going to talk, right? Because they just don't realize that much the power of words and the power of the things they say. So in regards to like future and the academic future of teenagers, I think that society expects a lot from us and we're really scared that we won't be able to fulfill them all. Mm -hmm. right yeah yeah I think the way you put that is absolutely right I completely agree and I think that's also a reason for why it's important that people our age speak up about our experiences and the pressures we go through um you know just so that we can kind of create a safe space where there's you know less social expectations or pressure and there's more understanding as a community 
And so I know you talked about how these expectations typically affect students. Like you gave your example on, you know, college applications and the pressure that comes into that. So do you think that these types of expectations only came into play when, for example, you got into high school? Or do you think that this is something that can affect you even earlier in your youth? Yeah, that's an interesting question. I think that since societal expectations come from everywhere mainly, I think that the moment you realize that those societal expectations exist, that's when they start affecting you. So it really depends on the person, you know, like maybe you are a bit oblivious of that. And I would say that it's kind of, I don't know, the person that's kind of oblivious regarding that, it's kind of lucky because they don't need to be thinking about that the whole time, right? So I think that it really depends on the person. It really depends on how you were raised. And ultimately, if you care about what others, of what society may think about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And do you think from your own mental health experiences or struggles you've learned any lessons that you feel like um, are pretty important or um, you know, might help other people who have gone through similar struggles? I think that the main lesson I've learned is that you don't need anyone's validation. You may want it, okay, because, you know, we're social beings, we like belonging to groups, but at the end of the day, the only person that's supposed to feel good about you and that's supposed to love you and just to feel proud is yourself. Oh, I even read this quote once. It was just like a video that I saw, and it said that the only people you had to make proud was your eight-year-old and kind of like the 80 year old version of yourself. So if those two people, you know, that actually yourself would be proud about you, then you're doing things great. And you don't have to worry about anyone's else, anyone else's opinions or expectations. So I think that once you understand that if you don't have someone's validation or if someone doesn't feel proud of you, or if you think that people are going to judge you because of something you're doing, but you'd actually don't need that validation. And that's when things are really going to start changing because you may want it, but you don't need it. So if you don't get it, it's not the end of the world, right? And that just really changes your mindset. And I'm trying to use that kind of mindset more often. It's hard because it's not like you can change your whole mindset from night to morning. But I think that it's definitely something helpful And then also it's that you're not alone and you're not crazy for feeling the way you are feeling right now. There are a lot of people that may tell you that you're doing this because of attention or because you just want to um, be different or to be special, but that has nothing to do with it. No one can tell you how to feel, when to feel it. It's just something that happens. And, you know, just the fact that you're working to actually overcome that is great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely agree with everything you said there. I think it's really important to understand these lessons. And, you know, I feel like you don't really understand them fully, even if you've heard them, unless you kind of really face these uh, specific struggles or experiences and then really grow from them and learn from them. So I think it's important to prepare people for these types of lessons that they might be learning through their experiences. So I think it's yeah. that you put it. Um, but yeah, I mean, do you have any stories of struggles or experiences that of overcoming or maybe ones that this these lessons that you talked about earlier really spoke out to you? 
yeah i think that um you know this year since i'm applying to college um i'm very proud of just like overcoming this kind of like struggle i had with not feeling like i'm enough you know because like i want to apply to ivies i don't know like yale harvard and it's really hard for people to get in and i was really scared and i used to think that if i didn't get in then that would mean that i wasn't good enough for that but the truth is that it's not that i'm not good enough is that it's just like it doesn't things that happen right and it's not like i it's not like me getting into college is going to measure my worth so i think that a lot of my mental struggles actually come from my academic future but then it also comes um from these beauty standards because society really expects you to fulfill every single beauty standard that exists in the world but i don't know i guess that i kind of i'm trying to overcome it yet because as i said it's just a process right so i think that i'm proud about the fact that i'm trying to overcome this struggle i've got because i don't have the highest self esteem i wish i had um my self esteem higher but i'm working towards that and i feel proud about that so everyone actually should feel proud about taking the first step to um become a better version of themselves of themselves who simply just feel like they are doing something to achieve that goal they've got Mhm right I think that's completely right I I feel like when we get to high school everything just becomes so much heavier like there's so much more pressure and like you said especially with college applications I I think that everything happens for a reason and um people just put so much of their self-worth on what college they get accepted into or what grades they get on a test or in a class and so I think it's really important to kind of you know fight back on these specific pressures or expectations of society and you know the beauty standards like you said as well i think it's just really important that we kind of come together and try to make it not so normalized to have these certain standards but yeah i mean while going through any of these struggles or you know facing any of these expectations standards do you have any things that you wish you knew while going through any of these you know specific issues topics yeah as i said i wish i i had known that i didn't need people's validation so that's kind of like the main thing i would say regarding just my experience with mental health struggles because i know that a lot of people that <clears throat> may feel another way or that may have um needed some sort of support but in my case it's more than anything that the things that happened to me or my achievements aren't the only thing that are going to determine my self-worth right So I really think that that's one of the things I wish I had known. Then also that I'm not alone. There are also people that have the same struggles as me or that are also struggling with it. Because I feel like when we're younger, so like for example, when I was like 14 years old, I used to be really really stressed, okay, about a lot of things. But I didn't realize, I didn't know that it was something bad. I thought that having that amount of stress was actually a normal thing, but I used to see my friends and they were so relaxed. They were like, "Okay, this happened. It's okay, this happened and it happened and I can't do anything to change it. So I'm just going to get something from it." but i really tried to understand why that happened to me and i used to think that life was just about my academic life and just trying to see which college i would get into and really working hard to, towards that but now 
I think that I'm a bit more relaxed about that. Of course, I keep working really, really hard because I've got a goal at the end of the day. But I think that right now I really value my mental health. And I know that when I'm feeling stressed, I need to stop because there's no point in just keep going if my mental health is going to end up damaged. So that's something I wish I had known. Also the importance of mental health, right? Because not only physical health, the thing that matters, because if your mind isn't right and how your body's going to be right and how you're going to do all the things you got that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that when it, it's always good to have goals and it's always good to have these things that you want to achieve or these things that you want to do. But at the same time, you know, caring for your mental health is just as if not even more important. And I think people often forget that. So I really love the way that you put that. Um, but yeah, now that we're kind of on the topic of, you know, mental health struggles and, um, you know, taking care of mental health, do you have any, you know, methods or personal beliefs of what the be- best way of combating that mental health struggle is? I think that talking about it, it's like the cliche thing, you know, everyone says that, but because it's true. I mean, if we don't talk about it, then how are we going to overcome those things? How are we going to stop this mental health stigma? So I think that the more people are open, we got in opening up um, and just start talking about their own issues and sharing their experiences, then the more people are also going to feel confident. And that kind of thing, I guess, is contagious in a sense. Because if you see people talking about it, then you're also going to feel confident to start talking about that. And that's just the best way, the best way, because I know there are people that feel embarrassed about feeling a certain way or that feel like they shouldn't be feeling in a certain way because they've got it all, right? So let's bring an example. There are some people that think that they shouldn't feel depressed because they have it all. I mean, they have a house, they have a good education, they've got food to eat, they've got friends, they've got a loving family, but you still can feel depressed you can still suffer from depression even though um the things you've got you know like according to society shouldn't be sources of depression for you so that's something that we really need to understand that everyone has got their own context everyone has got their own experiences and it's not only what you see but also what they feel like so i think the best way too is to stop judging people because of how they look and just really try to understand them because what you see may not be true. And because of this um, judging, because of these misconceptions, I think a lot of people that are closed um, to talk about those kind of things because they're scared of what people are going to say because they know that people are just going to say, you're doing this because of attention or how is it that you can be feeling this way when you have it all? So that has happened to me, for example. I've had times in my life where I feel really anxious, when I felt like really sad about stuff. I don't think that I've suffered from depression, but I felt really sad. And my friends just come and would be like, why are you feeling this way? Or my sister even would come and ask me, why are you feeling this way? And I'm like, I don't know. I just, there's so many things that are happening in my life right now that I feel this way. But there will be like, you have it all. I mean, you have good grades, you have friends, you have a loving family. But sometimes it's just another thing that has to do anything with those things that I see. Mm-hmm. So those two things, I would say, are the most important to combat this mental health stigma and to erase this from the world. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that's a really great way you put it. And I'm really glad you brought up that point where, you know, what you see is not 
you know, what it actually is. And I feel like a lot of the time, you know, with mental health and with any of the topics we discussed before, it's really important to actually understand people and how they're feeling and not just how they seem. And so while we're kind of on that topic, do you are any misconceptions in general about any of the mental health topics or any of the topics that we've covered like body image or you know beauty standards things like that Mm -hmm. so I think that for example uh in regarding to depression that a lot of people that think that depressed people should look like a sort of stereotype but that's not true I mean anyone can be depressed and you aren't going to know of course there's some signs but everyone deals with it in a different way so one never knows and then we've got also this misconception about beauty standards that leads to having mental health struggles like low self-esteem or low self-worth so for example um i don't know there are a lot of people that think that they need to fulfill the society expectations when it comes to beauty standards but that's not true and i know that this may also sound cliche that you're just beautiful the way you are but that's true i mean everyone has got their own definition of beauty why should we why should we let ourselves be guided by societal expectations when everyone can construct their own definition of beauty I mean, for me, something can be beautiful and for you, something can be beautiful and they're completely different things or they may have some similarities, but at the end of the day, they're just different. So I also remember that I read this. There was like, for example, stars are beautiful, right? So, but so are flowers or Christmas lights or, I don't know, hearts, um, nice clothing. So it's just the fact that everyone is so different and I think that there's beauty in the fact that everyone is so unique. So you don't need to fulfill the expectations from society to feel pretty because you can be pretty without fulfilling them. And also I think that everyone should understand that it's really not cool to judge others because of how they look, because they don't fit the societal expectations because it really hurts and it contributes actually to the growing amount of people that suffer from mental health struggles because of these awful comments they do about their looks and appearance here. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a beautiful way that you put all of that. And I just love that you're able to share your opinion and your uh, your background knowledge on all these amazing topics. And I know you're pretty knowledgeable about a lot of these different types of struggles and issues and topics. And so I'm wondering if there's anything specific that, uh, you know, you strive to cover through your work or you strive to emphasize through your podcast or your other uh, involvement, volunteering work that you do? I think that I'm very, um, I think that I've got like a very broad, um, you know, like a rough topics I usually talk about in my podcast. Um, I would say that I like talking about mental health, but also kind of like the scientific side of it. So like not only say my opinion, but also explaining the scientific background behind it. So for example, when you're feeling stressed, why is it that you're feeling stressed? What happens to your brain? If you're feeling anxious, what happens to your brain? So that people can really 
feel a bit more connected and understand what's going on up there. So that's something that I really, really like doing and I really emphasize in my work. Anytime I do any episode, I record any episode and talk about any topic, I really try to include this background information so that people can feel a bit more connected and actually learn, you know, because it's really important to be educated and informed about any topic. And if there's anyone that is interested in those kind of things, then they can listen to my podcast. And I think that at the end of the day, hopefully they learn something new. But yeah, I'm really passionate about that. So I think that, for example, I really love talking about the societal expectations because it's something that everyone goes through. And then also the beauty standards because we need to, I think they're really eliminate them from the world because they're no useful at all but then also about just mundane things as in like what happens in our brain when we listen to music or when we read what's the impact there Mm -hmm. yeah I mean I, I that sounds super exciting and I think it's super unique that you're really explaining kind of the science behind you know topics and struggles and I think that's something really helpful to youth especially for them to actually understand you know the struggles that going through or the struggles you're through so I absolutely love that and all the work that you're doing um but yeah do you have any projects or maybe any new projects that you're working on right now or working on well um regarding the podcast I think that I would love to stop for like a series to talk with different people about their own mental health struggles because I think that it's very important to be open about these and really talk about that. So I'm just currently looking for some people that are interested in joining me. It can be pretty much anyone. So if anyone who's listening to this wants to join me, then feel free to DM the account and I'll be more than happy to receive you as a guest, to have you as a guest. And then I think that within my initiative, Mind Uncovered 2, we're planning on hosting our first event. It's going to be like a trivia night, a fun night, so that we can get to know each other and explain a bit more of what we're doing. And hopefully we're going to be starting with our scientific webinars with um, different, I don't know, psychologists, neurologists, and just people that work in the mind field so that we can achieve our mission Um yeah, so those are, I think, the most important projects that I'm currently working on. Wow, yeah, sounds really, really exciting. And I think it's just amazing that you want to do all of this uh, amazing work. And so I'm wondering if you have maybe any specific goals you had in mind for the impact that you want to make through your work or your podcast in the near future? Yeah, so I think that I really want to make a bigger impact. So like right now, um, I think that the podcast is kind of like growing slowly, but safely, you know, so like, I've got listeners. So that's a good thing. And at the end of the day, if I just um, make a little impact on just one person's life, I think that everything I'm doing, is going to be worth it, because I made a little difference. And I think that that's what matters, you know, I help someone. So I would say that just having a bigger impact is something I would love because that would mean that I'm actually doing something. I'm contributing to this whole societal change. And yeah, that, that's something that I really want maybe just to be able to talk at different events about my own experience with mental health or my experience with a podcast. Those things would be also goals that I have. 
because I think that sharing my experience is also something that I like because you know I'm talkative and I think that I've got a lot of things that I can share and hopefully this will be helpful for someone so I just really cross my fingers when it comes to that. Yeah, amazing. I think that the impact is always the most important part. And when you see that your work is really touching and changing someone else's life, it just feels really amazing and it feels really special. So I think those are some amazing goals to have. And so just to kind of wrap things up, I would love to hear any last words or any last pieces of advice that you'd like to give to students who are currently struggling with their mental health or even struggling through one of the topics that we'd cover earlier, like expectations, social pressures, and things like that. Okay, so I would say that if you have enough trust to talk to someone, talk to that person because really talking is so relieving and you never know what kind of advice you're going to get from someone so that's always a good thing to get a new perspective a fresh perspective of a problem you're dealing with right now it's something very important for example i did it with um, my mom i was just very overwhelmed by the whole college application process and the fact that i didn't know if i was going to be able to get into medical school but medical school is going to happen like in five years or something and she said, okay, you need to calm down, you know, you aren't even in college yet. Why are you thinking if you're going to get into medical school to become the neurologist? And I was like, she's right. I just need to focus on like one step at a time and stop worrying about the future so much because the present is all I've got. So if you're dealing with those kind of things or you just feel a certain way and you don't know what else to do, talking to someone is always a good choice but if you don't feel like you can talk to someone because you don't trust people that much then you can write writing is also great and i'm talking about like writing a short story or you know a poem it's more just like writing everything that happens in your head so that you can um read it and really find the problem because sometimes we feel a lot of things but we don't know the source of it so that's also something i talked about on my podcast and just really writing down stuff and then reading to maybe analyze it or just trying to find out what's the thing that's causing you to feel that way so that you can ask for help if you need it because asking for help there's nothing wrong with it i swear there's nothing wrong and you shouldn't feel ashamed for asking for help so yeah just um, don't try to deal with it by your own if you really feel like you can't do it because you're not alone and people that care for you, even though you may feel like there aren't. Mm -hmm. Right. I think that's really, really great advice. And I feel like a lot of the time it is pretty scary to ask for help, but like yeah. said, it's always important to have a support group you can go to. Or if you don't, there are always different ways that you can um, really just let out your feelings, like you said, through writing or through another form of just getting whatever feelings you have bottled up out. So yeah, I think that's amazing advice to end. And I am so glad we were able to have this conversation. Um, do you have any platforms you'd like to shout out before we completely end? Um, well, yeah, of course, my podcast. So it's on Spotify, Mine Uncovered. It's also an encore as Mine Uncovered. And then, of course, on Instagram, you can find us as Mind wait us at mind underscore uncovered so you can just go there follow us so that you don't miss anything we're going to do in the future um and yeah if you really want to have 
any sort of conversation with me about mental health, about the mind and the brain, something that you like talking about, feel free to DM me because I just love having these kind of conversations with people and it would be great. And no, yeah, so I'm just crossing my fingers to see what's going to happen in the future and if I end up becoming the neurologist I want to become. All right. Yeah, well, thanks so much for being here talking with me today. I think we covered a lot of really important topics, so I'm really glad that I was able to have you as a guest. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you.